Hello adventurers and welcome back to Vaybabad. Joining me are Steve C as Walter, a half-elf warlock, Dan as HK, a warforged barbarian, and Steve B as Logan, a human fighter. And as always, I am Mike, your Dungeon Master for this homebrew 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons. So, let's get back to the action and join the party for whatever shenanigans they get up to next. afternoon evening we are back live um couple of changes last session we leveled up which was awesome so we're all incredibly powerful and not going to die for once he says hello everybody and welcome back to uh Vaybaba dnd um yes unfortunately ben uh, had some other commitments and couldn't join us um for this session or for the foreseeable future uh, maybe one day he'll be back with us but uh, we are for now myself and then the three guys uh, we will probably try and fill that fourth slot um, so Mugnaf uh, will be leaving the story um, which I'll slot in there quite conveniently in just a moment um, thank you for joining us on this very warm summer's evening um, I hope we find you well um, so we are at episode 9 of the campaign part 2 so far um, what happened last episode? Well, the group were at the bottom of a lake, uh, the King's Lake, inside of Mel Norris's uh, castle. Um, they had been confronted by the Master, who was a terrifying construct, um, who had battered them all relentlessly. Uh, luckily, however, Volta came up with a cunning plan to cast an illusion, a major illusion upon the room, where the party disappeared in the eyes of the beholder, uh, uh, the beholder? Well, there were no beholders involved. The construct, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, as far as the sentry bot was concerned, there was no one left in the room. However, of course, they were there, but the overlay of the room was that they weren't. So he powered down. Um, Mugnef did some investigations and found a statue uh, dedicated to um, Pelor, the Lord of Light and Time. Um, of course, Lord of many things, the Harvest, for example. Uh, after some conversation, unfortunately, he couldn't offer much help um, due to the immense power required to arrive on this plane. The party soon discovered, however, that the magical bubble surrounding the castle was collapsing and water in uh, its torrents was flooding into the castle. Um, imagine scenes from the, uh, the ever-popular Titanic film with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, the party uh, then went on a, uh, an escape run to get out of the castle. It was slightly crumbling and breaking under the strain of this water running in. Uh, and right at the last moment, in an ed uh, a, a, a dash of desperation, HK was able, after being trapped inside, to break through a crumbling wall and escape just as the bubble collapsed and water poured in. Um, the group made their way to the surface, and that's pretty much where we ended the story for that episode. Um, 
they met back with dwarves and Razanog on the uh, on the banks and at the camp. And a few questions were asked, but nothing too in depth. Um, I was going to retcon a couple of those questions, but I've decided to allow them to sit as they were in the last episode, and I'm just going to um, expand on it a little bit further um, at the start of this episode. So the party had, um, it was a bit strange, so I gave them a short rest as they were being uh, asked questions, then I gave them a long rest, um, which, as because they, they arrived late in the morning, it was sort of lunchtime by the time they got to their long rest, and I said, do your long rest. They sort of made plans, perhaps they're gonna head north um, to this human city, uh, Castle View. Um, but during the long rest in the daytime, a few things uh, have happened. So perhaps they may have taken naps or such during the day. Um, but for HK, he has sat and rested um, and he has shut down, um, as has been the theme throughout uh, this part of the campaign. He has shut down. And this is where we find ourselves now. Uh, the rest of the party, whether you are sleeping, doing a light exercise such as reading or perhaps training or something like that, speaking with the other dwarves at the camp, um, HK has shut down. Um, and for HK, your standby mode, you you have just gone completely black as you did um, in the uh, the first episode. And you find yourself just floating, weightless again, with nothing much to see, nothing much going on. You know you're not in your metallic body any longer. When finally uh, you find yourself in a room of banners draped from ceiling to floor. It's uh, crystalline um, and also uh, like marble effect on the walls and the floor. Uh, and there is a man fully armored in white plate mail with gold trim. The armor seems to give off almost like a holy light. And he has short black hair, a scar like claw marks across one side of his face. Um, sharp features, angular jaw, piercing blue eyes, and huge angelic wings on his back, but furled in as he's sat on this crystalline throne. And he says, Battle Unit 19372614933 I sense you are here with me now. You seem to have lost your way. Your mission isn't over yet. This may be a dreamlike state, but you may respond to me. I... Who are you? You do not recognize me. I am your master. I am Malnorus. Though I agree, it's been some time. Centuries, in fact. Well, Norris, we, we've been seeking you for... for a long time now. Why have you summoned me here? I haven't summoned you. I haven't summoned you. I was reaching out to find you. 
I found you wandering in the cosmos. Your being. It appear you have shut down, as did one of your brothers not too long ago. And I reached out to him as well. I have spoken with him. And I have told him as I am going to tell you now. I am deeply disappointed. Narphiliac still lives. Was it not your mission, your primary objective, to destroy Narphiliac? It was. We, our company was decimated, sadly, and we fought. They fought to the death, and I was left stranded there. I did not pose much of a threat on my own. So sought to bring At back the news to this world that we have failed. He interrupts you and slams his fist on the um, the arm of the of the throne. He says, I will have silence. I will not accept such excuses in my empire. You were tasked with one job. You were my elite. And you have failed me. You may not rest until you have dealt with the threat that is Narphiliac. When you have dealt with the threat that is Narphiliac, perhaps I will restore you to your former power. I sense that you are weakened. You must join up with your brother. He is an island somewhere on the world that you inhabit, Baybaba. For now, be gone from my sight. Maybe when you have better news for me, I will be in a better mood. And the image fades and you return to darkness. Um, for the rest of the party, um, this happened uh, shortly after returning to camp when you all started to rest. <clears throat> um, and you probably might be aware that uh, Raznogus had to summon um, someone to try and uh, repair HK. Oh, hello. I'm hearing some very strange noises. It's okay, I'll sort it. Anyone else? Okay, cool. Um, you might you'll be aware that something has happened and Raznog has summoned um, someone to try and repair HK or do something to... Uh, rectify his current state where he is shut down um, and this takes the remainder of the day and into the evening um, where you just they to say to you just go to bed just go and sleep we'll be here we're not leaving until we've solved this problem we're not leaving um, and so you do you you go to bed so we head into the next day um for Logan, you sleep and you get a really good rest. As you start to wake up the following morning, though, you just hear in your in your uh, mind, "I'm coming for you, bitch." I forgot all about this. Just as you wake up, <laughs> just as you wake up with a scary, scary. what the fuck, um, Walter, um. You, however, have a very pleasant sleep. 
Um, you dream of sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> but when you wake up, you <laughs> stretch and yawn and rub your eyes, perhaps. But you wake up with the strangest desire to murder someone. I thought he was going to say Ooh. something along the lines of having a morning wood, but no. It took a darker turn. No, no, no. Also, I'd just like to point out, Dan. Well, of course it didn't. You had one of those conversations that was like, I'm not angry with you. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> That's where it was going. That's where it was going. Um, and there is a reason for that. Um, there is a reason which I did hint to Dan at. So whether he picks up or not, I don't know. But um, we will get back to that at some point in the future. Um, but you guys, you know, you wake up and a couple of, you know, these dwarves, they come in and, uh, yeah, go looking. <laughs> um, and they're like, you know, breakfast is ready, it's out on the fire, come on, let's, let's go, let's go, you're awake, let's go. And they take you out there, um, Logan and, uh, and Volta, and you, you head out and you're sat around and you've got plates and you're, you're sort of eating, you know, bacon, sausages or whatever, perhaps if they didn't have any fresh supplies, whatever the haps they hunted in the early hours. Um, but Rasnog will uh, approach you. Um, so this is the furthering of what we said before, because I don't think I was particularly helpful last session with being knackered after that escape. Um, and he, he comes to you and he says, uh, morning, lads. Um, obviously, HK is not here, but... Uh, I've had, uh, well, I don't have any engineers or nothing with me like that, but there is a tinkerer, Grombron Ironbeard, um, and he's uh, he's been working on HK throughout the night to try and restore power, uh, and he's informed me that um, he's severely damaged internally. His power core has taken huge damage, and his systems have suffered some massive power overloads. I don't know what, what you've been doing, but... Um, He's he's really badly messed up. Uh, the longer you go without finding a way to resolve it, then eventually he's going to shut down. He ain't going to wake up. Or he's not going to power up. I suppose would be the most accurate way of describing it. That power core is fading. And he's a Mark I. That's a spirit in there. That's not a machine. If that machine shuts down, you've lost him forever. And that's not fair. Something has to be done. Do you, do you know of anything that could be done? Well, our best uh, goblin uh, scientist, engineer, and I'm just going to ex re-explain for the party because it was a long time ago in the first part of this campaign. And for those of you watching or listening at home, um, Goblins in this campaign are very similar to those of World of Warcraft. They are not the evil, disgusting creatures that you find in, say, Lord of the Rings or in normal 5e lore. These are much more sophisticated um, humanoid-type beings. Um, quite comical, I suppose, in a way. But they are not like a few other races. The world of Vaibaba is home to your classic fantasy races. Um, but things like uh, goblins I'm not saying they're not classic fantasy but goblins and orcs and things like that are from other worlds there is a much larger universe at play here goblins came to Vaibaba um, on spaceships effectively 
um, a long, 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 long time ago. And being technically advanced, because I thought it's quite funny to have technologically advanced goblins, um, they took an instant interest in the dwarves, formed uh, an alliance, and um, thusly the dwarves were opened up to a whole catalogue of extremely fun technology. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so um, Raznov will explain to you that, uh, yes, the height of the goblin science and engineering division um, and he, he'll go on to say uh, she took a team uh, to the east to explore a, a strange transmission some sort of device that she had in her workshop picked up something uh, but if anyone can fix HK it's her uh, her name was uh, Misa Sanaquizi uh, there uh, she took a whole expedition force just just goblins. All, all of your goblin friends have incredibly anything. memorable yeah. names, right? Misa Sanakrizi. Well, <laughs> Misa Sanakrizi. <laughs> I'm not going to try and do the World of Warcraft New Yorker accent that they have because um, <laughs> I just can't do that. <laughs> hey, I walk in here. No, that just doesn't work, does it? <laughs> there is um, anything that was um, ever going to make it. Go on. I was just going to remark that if there was anything that was going to make me feel even more murdery this morning, it was going to be the Mithasanak Fizi in the voice of Shia Binks, who, let's face it, deserves to be murdered <laughs> in most brutal ways. So by, by um, all means, keep saying the name in that voice and see where it gets you. <laughs> Did you sleep well, Walther? You're looking a little bit tired under the eyes. I do not feel myself this morning. Just speaking of yes. which, not myself. Well, before you before you have any further conversation, because obviously you're being spoken to by the king at the moment, um, you can carry on that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. He will carry on and say, um, "This uh, this goblin uh, expedition force. They went off um, to chase down this transmission. They felt it was really important, so she took." a trusted um, group with her. Um, they've been gone for months though, but they went to, uh, it was an old volcanic island. Uh, it's known as the Scar. Um, but we're not, I say, we've not heard from them for months. It's out in the uh, the Far East, uh, just off the, well, I say it's Far East, off the coast. Far East from, um, from Karnlodia anyway. Um, but I had uh, some time to reflect back on your findings. So, before I wasn't too sure on certain things that you said, but there's definitely a name that springs to mind. Some elven witch. Uh, she could commune with the dead. Something you brought up in that previous conversation. It just got me thinking over the course of the evening. She used to be in Atlantalos, probably gone south for the rest of the refugees. If she's still alive, her name was Pandrea. Uh, what was her last name? Paladria Salontu. Something like that. Paladria Salontu. Um, but inside of Karnlodia, I'm still not entirely sure about dwarves that may be followers of, of uh, Pelor. Uh, but there are farms in the outlying lands surrounding the fjords and the plains. They probably do. I mean, he is the Lord of Light and... I know that farming types do, especially humans, they do worship Pelor for that reason. So go, I mean, if you're going to try and 
find people who worship Pelor, check out the farmlands and the fjords around Carn Lordy. Uh, I mean, they're easy enough to find. Just you follow the main road and just take any of the roads leading off. They're pretty well established. They're just not as paved. Um, you might find something that way. Um, there is a small village adjacent to the fjord known as Sunspire. Might be worth looking into. Sunspire's definitely got, I'm pretty sure they got a chapel there. And it must be towards Pelor. Must be. But if I can offer you some advice. I know you're desperate to get up to uh, Castle View here, just north of the lake here. But I wouldn't for now. We need the humans. We need to get them on side. We're going to build this army and get to Atlanta Lost and try and take it back. But the people of Castleview, we have trade deals with them. And they're going through some pretty tough times at the moment. Very tough times. They've got a new lord. He's all about the money. And uh, I think they're on some kind of lockdown because of, uh, because of that elf that's going around with the dead. So it's going to be pretty tricky getting in there, and if you do, it's going to be a hard time to convince them right now. But men and elves, they seem to like each other, so maybe you can convince the elves to help you first. If they know that we're trying to help and take back loss, maybe just having them on side will help convince the humans to come on side, and then we have an even bigger force. But I think the biggest thing you've got to remember is HK really needs help. I don't know how much longer he can go on like this. From what I've been told, he hasn't got long to keep fighting. That power core's gonna fade and it's gonna go out. He needs help. And if anyone's gonna help, it's gonna be that goblin science crew. Now, I don't know what they're up to out east. Like I said, I, I, we haven't heard from them in a long time, but if they're still going, if they're still alive, if what they found is there, maybe that's going to be the help you need. So, those are your options, lads. You go south, try and convince the elves that that uh, we're here to help. And then you go and try and seek out the humans. Perhaps the elves can help with their diplomacy there. They're not going to listen to me with dwarves. The elves won't listen to me. You're going to have to go down there and speak to them to yourselves. The humans, like I said, we have trade deals with them, but it's getting tough at the moment. So I think get the elves on side, get the humans on side. Because of that, we can have another meeting, bring the dwarves in. we got ourselves a fighting force to get rid of this, uh, We've this elf in the fighting north. chance. But for now, you need an army, lad. You need an army, and at the moment you haven't got one. I've got I can two. give you as many dwarves as I can give you, but I don't think it's going to be... I don't think an army of dwarves is going to be enough to take an entire island. Let's face it, Lancelot is an island. But as I say, HK needs he needs help. I think... And the best hope you got for lies in the east. ...would be to awaken HK and gather our party see where Mognath got up he's sleeping in obviously and then ah actually uh, uh Mognath's not here anymore what do you mean Mognath uh, what 
uh, he he went with let, the let me quickly uh, wake HK one second excuse HK's me HK's already awake oh I thought it was still but, out of it sorry oh so um, if you want to get up from the fireplace um, and sort of leave your breakfast and head off HK's just in a tent where um, this guy is kind of like finished working on him I just wanted um, to kind of grab him because this sounds like what a bit important well, yeah, you can do. Um, that's fine. Obviously, as I said, Dan, you know from our private chat the penalties and stuff that we imposed. Mm-hmm. If you remember. Or do you want me to go back over it? No, you're cool. That's right. I, um, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to give too much weight to everyone. Because I think it's, um, it's quite a nice little surprise for them. Well, not a nice surprise, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no memory of this place. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find him. He's just in a tent, and he's been patched up, and he's just sat there, and he's he's looking. As far as you can tell from machine, he looks worn out. He looks tired. HK, you're back with us. Are you well? I am functioning at probably around thirty percent capacity but I'm willing. <laughs> I appreciate you saving me. We, we have Thank some leads sure on what could help you out, there. but quickly, we've got to go and listen to the king. He's got information for us. Oh, by all means, lead the way. He will <laughs> head back to where the king was. And, yeah, I mean, he would just say, uh, yeah, Mugnef, uh, he left in the night. He's gone back with one of the uh, uh, the scouting parties. Obviously, we're getting ready to ship out. We're sending scouts ahead just to make sure the road is safe. And he's gone back to uh, Khan Lodi. Didn't say why. Whether or not he left you or not, I don't know. But uh, it seemed quite important to him. Oh, we should search his room, guys. If any of you want to find the letter, (laughs) you have to read it out. You find it. (laughs) It's it's in the mystical tome of Discord. In the the ancient text channel called General. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, General. (laughs) Who's finding it? I've got it. Do you want me to read it? You found a note? Uh, So we find a little note. Yes, uh, it seems to have been written by Magna. Uh, I hope you don't mind that I took up this opportunity that lays before me. But with the dwarves building a castle and airship, it gives me opportunity to oversee the setup of the library and make make sure airship has the right maps. That's incorrect grammar, but okay. In addition, it gives me chance to observe the Dwarven Court and write several books that I've decided to work on over the last few months. These are The History of the Gods, Part 1, The Good Tavern's Guide, Shining a Light on the Underdark, My Life in Water Run, HK, Man or Machine, The Fighting Pits of Karnlodir and Its Greatest Fighter, and How a Wizard Saved My Life. I'm sure I will come up with more ideas, but that is for another day. Anyway, if you need any help, 
you should be able to find me in the Dwarven Kingdom. Magnith, son of Ishil. Ishil. Uh, uh, Ishil. Hmm. And if Ben's watching, wow. what fucking fighting pits and carnload are I? never said they were fighting pits and carnload. Come on, dude. <laughs> I came from the fighting pits. If you're watching, Ben. Love you. No, you didn't. There are no fighting pits and carnload here. Well, I thought there was. <laughs> no, maybe he was hit on the head one too many times. You should maybe just give him a little bit of... Uh... <laughs> Geography is one of the f first things that calls, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think so. He was actually... <laughs> I don't know what Ben's Ben's a piece was. <laughs> Farting. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so I think um, Rasnog has presented you with some um, some options. So you need to kind of decide what you think the best one is because these guys are like packing up, ready to go home. Walther, you've usually got a head for these things. I'm more of a hit first, ask questions later. What are you thinking? Can you not use your brain for once in your life? It's not telling me anything. Count to ten. One, please. Our first priority must be with our companion. If he dies, what's the point of carrying on anyway? The second point of action after sustaining our companion's life must be to recruit the elves. The third thing must be then to take the elves and persuade the humans. The fourth step is then to the dwarves. The fifth step, providing I maintain my temper, is to then <laughs> attack the people who must be attacked. Goodness sake, I mean, it is not that complicated. I said you had a head for these things, but you just said exactly what he said. I mean, I, I could have done that, so let, let's go. Let's go try help HK. Oh. Yes, yes, excellent. Go. Let us. I'm glad I thought of this. Away! Well done. So, um, with that... <laughs> Uh, Rasnog will say to you, right, I'm glad you made your decisions. Um, please do bear in mind it is coming up for midsummer. It's warm. I'm sure you've been able to tell. Have you got provisions for heading out in the heat? You need plenty of water. Unless you find some uh, fresh supply. And there is, of course, the river, which, uh, which flows... Uh, along the road most of the way but uh, I mean have you got supplies surely you with now? all your kingly abilities would be able to supply us easily for our journey ahead your majesty well no actually <laughs> just for us no out. Well, we brought food, we brought water, we brought beer. We're, we're camping next to a lake. We've got pretty much everything we need, and then we're going to go back home again. If you're going to head out, you've got your own problems. 
I would say that as the fate of your entire kingdom rests on our shoulders, it would be easier for you to provide us and then just get some more on your way back than for us to tarry even longer and potentially lose the world. I'm giving you a headquarters and a ship. What more do you want? Fine. I'll get my quartermaster. He's going to give you some food, dry rations for the road if you haven't already got it. I, I'm only and asking enough water. until we so that we can go to a place en route rather than taking longer to go to the city to then go. Enough, hang on, enough for how long? Just so that we can visit a place that's en route to stock up more ourselves. Well, that's the second question. Which route do you want to take? We're, I think we're best road. looking after going on our, our ship and going, was it west? You said where well, the party had gone, the HK route. That right. should be east, I believe. I, I knew you're that. Gonna go on yeah. your, you're going to go on your east. ship. Wait, you're going to go on your ship west. Well, yeah. West. No. Firstly, he knows where west is. A ship. It's being. You haven't got a ship. It's being built. And it's east, not west. Well, see, so you're wrong on both counts there, lad. We, we do have a folding boat, though, um, so mm. maybe if you could follow the path of the river east, as you say, it goes by the right. road quite a long way. Well, you've got two options. You head along this road and go south, right? And when you're heading along south, you're heading towards Water Run. When the road forks, take the left fork northeast. You're going to eventually arrive in the town of uh, Praz and Avon. It's a farming community, and the name literally means the bog or field by the river. The stretch of river there floods once a year, and hence the houses are on stilts. And after a week, the lakes, uh, the lands are most fertile, but a little bit boggy. But they produce fine crops and they're such aren't just a wealthy and prosperous town, but does well uh, a well-fed one. And of course, we trade with them, and they supply us with some brilliant crops. Or you can take the cross-country route. It's shorter in distance, but because it's off-road, it's much more dangerous. You're going to have to pass through the foothills of the spine. The northern edge. You then, I mean, that's home to trolls and giants, and they've been seen to roam those hills. Then you're going to hit Bleakwood. It's a tangled mess of fawns, bushes, and bows. Not much lives in there. The few creatures that do, uh, that call it home, they see to that. If you're unfortunate enough to find it, at the center of the forest, there is a tower, and that tower is called the Tower of the Dead as it's become known. And worst of all, it said Bleak was protected by a beast known as the Whisperer in the Woods. You yeah, don't want to be dealing with that. I'd, I'd so, like to say, Your Majesty, you're doing very well at selling this route. <laughs> your best bet is the longer route on the long of the road, realistically. But it is longer. And I hear there's been some bothering water run, so uh, you might come up against something there. Is, is the river not navigable? There is a river. If you follow, uh, there is a river that goes out the south end of the lake. 
you could take that river and follow it all the way and that will take you straight to the estuary at Hawk's Mouth. And you'll bypass uh, Paz and Avon entirely. You'll bypass everything, in fact. We, we could use our folding boat and go down the river that way. That, that was my initial... It would have to be quite small because um, it's only a river and there's going to be some short run... Uh, oh, yeah, it's a folding boat, not a folding ship. Deep runs and, yeah, but I think what was the, what was the smallest ability it had because there were several sizes that it could occupy, weren't there? Yeah, you've so got that. deep runs, you've got shallow runs. Um, it's not going to be a simple case of just taking a boat down a river. I mean, you have to think, like, is it whitewater rapids or...? At those points, I would get out and fold the boat up again, but maybe the road is the better idea. Yes. Agreed, unfortunately. It would be slower. I think that the boat would definitely be the fastest method. But you're going to have to think, what is the smallest that boat can be? If anyone's still got the notes on it. Yeah, I'm looking. I can't remember. It was just called a folding, magical folding boat. It's yes, from the DMG. I could go looking it up, but um, I think we're already all right. Uh, by a folding boat... Uh, it opens to a 10 foot by 4 foot by 3 foot boat or a 24 foot by 8 foot by 6 foot ship 10 foot by 4 foot by 8 foot boat by 3 sorry 10 by 4 by 3 oh, by 3 hmm. you are the nautical one amongst us and it's DM's call. That's what I'm point. thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's even that would be too big for the rivers we're talking about. They're not huge rivers. It's not like the Amazon rainforest. Oh, it's, moon river. It's like you know, like if you're looking at like the classical videos of Alaska with the bears fishing the salmon out of the river. Is that kind of thing? So we need a kind of a kayak business rather than you a, want a, you want canoes well, yeah. rather than a ten foot long boat. In that case, perhaps we could. With us being at this lakeside, there's a town just north, wasn't there? Not far north. There is a town to the north, Castleview, but he's just told you it's no point going there for now. I, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting maybe if we procure horses, it will make the travelling a lot less. Well, that'll make it speedier try. Or do we just set off straight away? With regards to his pa uh, HK's power core, can he even ride a horse with his weight? No, we've had that discussion before. He had to go in a Ooh, yeah. cart. He hired a cart, if you remember. <coughs> in that case, I think it's the best we just is set off on our Shanks pony. we take Harriet with us perhaps ooh Harriet Glory Weaver <laughs> she'll Button be down her glory hole she's already gone she's heading back to um, 
She was she was going back to Waterhold, wasn't she? Because she was going to um, find some further bits out for you. Okay. Did she receive her reward for bringing us here? Um, I don't recall actually physically giving it to her, but I think she would probably receive it one way or the other. Uh, but she did say she was going to contact you when she was back and discovered what it was she was there to discover. She'll find a way of contacting you. Good King, could we prevail upon you to send a message to Harriet telling her that we are on the road east and to meet us with all expedition in her airship? Then she can. I can uh, if you would be kind enough ask, to do that. I can certainly ask one of our company to send her a message, yes. That would be very helpful great king thank you i think that is the um, best we can do is to hope that harriet will overhaul us with the airship and speed our way but for the sake of hk well, maybe i wouldn't get too excited because she has to go basically i think it's a, a week's journey from where you are back to waterhold and she's only had two days so far um, on the way back and your road is going to take you about three or four days possibly five on foot yeah I'd say about five days on foot so okay. by the time she gets there and comes back again you're already yeah, yeah. well into your next part of the journey <sighs> What's the uh, time difference between the, the shortcut through the foothills of the spine and the Between road? the path of doom and the nice walk well, along the river. If you were to look between at the... Between the path the... of XP and roleplay. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the map, which I sent on the uh, messenger thing... You um, If you were to... If you were to look at the lake in the centre of that big island, Groenland, um, which is where you are, and then draw pretty much a straight line to, pardon me, the, um, uh, there's like a forest directly to the right of the lake, and then there are two rivers which can join into a, a smaller pond looking lake, that's an estuary. Um, that's where you're going to um, and the road as you'll see takes you way down south towards Water Run back up northeast to a settlement and then to the estuary so it's going to be a hell of a time difference as long as A you don't get lost and B you don't encounter much or any resistance um, I'm sorry that's not very exciting for people watching or listening because we don't have a map to put on the screen. Um, I do. I'm going to throw it up in a few <clears> minutes. You just carry on. You're going to throw it up. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. For people watching, there is the map. Um, for podcasters, unfortunately, you're just going to have to imagine this. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I will do. In fact, I will go on to um, the Facebook group. So if you're following us on Facebook, I'm going to put it on there right now while the group decide which way they'd actually like to go. Over to you guys. 
Well, I'll do this. For me, uh, dangerous would might be shortly miles, but could end up a lot longer in actual. Yes. Perhaps the king would be able to offer us some sort of defense items or means of discouraging bandits and attacks like a a whistle of some kind <laughs> oh <laughs> god <laughs> where are you going with this a division of highly armed dwarves, perhaps. You know, that would deter more um, attacks, I guess. Um, anyone, anyone watching uh, or listening to this, if this is the podcast you're listening to, please do join us on the Facebook page, Fababa D Ampersand and D. Um, we do have the map up there right now, so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, I think he would probably just tell you that um, no, there isn't really much he can. I mean, his scouts have already gone ahead and he doesn't have really anyone to spare to go with you um, and there isn't really a lot he can do about putting people off what he will tell you is bandits are the least of your worries if you go cross country okay so for those who are looking at the moment on the map right in that dead center there Ooh. is castle lake where we are and if you were to head down the road directly south and the sort of fork that goes east slightly you would go all the way to that sort of lower town by the coast then we'd have to go to the up the northeast towards the other town and across the estuary or from the central lake area go kind of more or less directly east and then cut southeast through the spine the forest where that tower is in the center through the other side of the forest and across there so that's the kind of general map and I will make that prettier and sort it out before next time so you can see it as and when we need it. It's also wrong as well because I noticed when I was labelling it up, um, it for some reason the text boxes copied the text, so there's about a million water holds and water runs on there when there shouldn't be. That's um, quite right. So in that case, just for next time, ignore place a, names. I'll get a nice <laughs> proper map and we'll set it up all nicely, and I'll make it so that we can point things out on the map and stuff for next time. <clears throat> make it all nice for you. Well, it's on there. It's on. Um, it's on. Um, yeah, it's on the Facebook. I've got an incarnate well. account, so it's. Um, I'll be on incarnate and I'll update no it properly and um, add some extra stuff in there. Anyway, but now uh, that you've had a rough visual, yeah. you've got a kind of idea where we are. Let's carry on. Well, um, I don't know what time we actually started in the end. Do you want to take Let's have a, quick look. a break or should we just carry um, on to 11? Well, um, we've been going so for 52 minutes. That map. 52 minutes. Well, if it's podcast time, that's a good break point. We can take five if you like and then reconvene. Gives should everyone we, a chance to go and have a look at that map. Should we decide which way we're going first? Yes. Yeah, do that. Yeah. You do that. That's fine. Uh, uh, I mean... Okay, so... <laughs> what are your instant thoughts? I mean, the, the like Dan says, the, the, the call to adventure of going through mountains, forests, towers of beasts, now the other sound, sounds fantastic, but also pretty deadly, and I am known to be the squishiest fighter of all time. Um, we've got a broken robot and a wizard <laughs> who 
apparently wants to stab everything and killed my horse. Yes. What is it with all this wizard shit? You you killed my horse. I've not forgotten this. You murdered my horse. <laughs> yeah, but why are you calling me a wizard? Do you see stars on my robes, do you? Well, I don't know. You do your wiggly wiggly fingers and things happen. Wizard to me. Your magic, one of those lot. Magnus writes wizard what? down in his letters and suddenly wizard is the only thing you can say. I don't know. Bloody magician then. Magician. Sideshow. Sideshow side circus act. So, what Just are your two thoughts? your tongue. Ooh, what do you do? Make it disappear? <laughs> Come, try, try, feel. Anyway. Sieben, acht, neun, zehn. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I'm okay. sorry, I, I will, did not rest for it. We will jump to break at this point. We will have a quick discussion whilst it's on the break screen. You can have a look at the map and we'll come back with a proper plan.